Well, typically you'd think you get into November and all those crop farmers, they're done for the year, right? Nope. <laughs> Just yesterday, we're seeing spuds being dug outside of Linden on my way to work. I felt bad for those poor guys still out dealing with the mud. It has been a soggy fall, and if you don't have any stake in, you know, growing crops or working outside, you've noticed all the rain, but you haven't felt it. But there have been a bunch of farmers who really... <laughs> think about some of the videos that I've seen out of Coldstream Farms out in Acme and them pushing and pulling at the same time to get their silage wagons uh, filled up by the chopper and then back out of the field somehow, mudding it out, as it's called. Welcome back. This is The Farming Show, by the way, on KGMI News Talk 790, the Save Family Farming Podcast. If you want to look us up on SoundCloud, uh, we are sponsored uh, this segment by Pape Kenworth Northwest with their brand new location on Iowa Street in Bellingham. So thank you to them. Uh, we did talk earlier in the season about the corn harvest. This was before things got really wet. Uh, with Ashton Bean Blossom out at RTJ Farm, and they had already had some uh, sliming around with the silage trucks, and, and so I think we've covered that fairly well. But what about the Spud guys? Joining us right now is a manager over at Cascade Farms, Blake Tavelli. Welcome to the program, Blake. And you guys have not had a picnic of it uh, this year trying to get your seed potatoes out of the ground. Yeah, it's been it's been a little bit of a challenge, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Explain how it started because digging, if I recall, started kind of extra early and, you know, planting season had gone so well this year, but it yeah. didn't continue on that way. No, the season actually got off to a great start. We had uh, good weather for planting, had some really timely rains early in the, uh, what we would consider irrigation season. And so that really helped us out and then came into harvest thinking, wow, you know, we've been spoiled and, and then, uh, we found out that <laughs> this harvest is going to be a little different than normal. So, um, yeah, started off pretty warm. So um, when you dig potatoes, you cannot uh, let the pulp temp get too high. So we were fighting potato pulp temp at first, and then we pulp had a couple. Temp. Pulp temp, what does that mean? Pulp temp, uh, internal uh, temperature of the potato. Okay. Um, if you put them away too warm, they'll essentially melt. Um mm. So we thought that was, and that that we, we usually get that at the beginning of the year anyway. So that wasn't a big deal. And then we had a couple couple weeks of pretty nice, and then the heavens opened. <laughs> so yeah, and then um, we just kind of you know you you can't dig potatoes when it's you know full of mud. So just took some time and and did what we could to keep you know uh, potatoes themselves dry and the water you know. Um, off the fields and and then uh, waited her out and then we've been blessed the last oh two weeks now with some from amazing weather so that's been a lifesaver for us yeah I was just checking Rufus yesterday and he's he's talking like this uh, dry weather is going to continue for almost another almost another week yet so we'll yeah. keep our fingers crossed on that and hopefully Rufus is right there again we're talking yes. again we're talking with Blake Tavelli. Uh, at Cascade Farms about potato harvest. If we're talking Whatcom County, we're talking seed potatoes. That's 
what's grown here. And in fact, it's required to be that way. We've talked with spud farmers multiple times about the reasons for that here in our region and the you know, protected soils and, and geography that we have that allows them to grow certified uh, seed potatoes here. So what, what's the process just to catch people up who, don't, who aren't familiar with how uh, potatoes are grown, Blake? Um, potatoes are, are planted from other potatoes. That, that's yes. what seed is. So that's what you're growing is the same potatoes that we eat. You guys plant. You plant them in the spring. They grow up. Or I think people know the green plants in rows, beautiful, very colored flowers. And then you chop the tops off and explain how it works from there in the fall. Yeah, in the fall. So we, um, we obviously desiccate the plants, take the actual plant material off of it. And then we let them sit. Um, depending on the variety, two to four, even five weeks to make sure that we have good skin set on the potatoes. And then we dig them. And, so that's um, what causes the, the actual tuber that we're familiar with as potatoes to get a good solid skin on it is, mm-hmm. is cutting the top of the plant off? Yeah, they, they always have a skin, but it's not what we would call set. So you could just really just peel it right off. Mm. And so um, there's obviously a biological processes are going that just helps that skin but right. um after that the the vine of the potato is dead it takes a little while for it to set that hearty skin and then um yeah and then you just, you just start start digging is that skin more important for you guys because you're doing these these potatoes for seed rather than someone who's digging the potatoes for actual human food <laughs> uh yes and no obviously um people buy potatoes by their skin color um, you know, you have the Skagit Valley Reds and, right. you know, the other ones down there. But um, for us, it's more of a, um, shall we say, um, disease, not disease control, but you, just like a person, you know, if you have a break in your skin, you're more susceptible to pathogens or disease. And so um, that's a big deal for us. You know, when we're certified seed, we're, our business is clean, disease-free seed. And so we want to do everything we can to make sure that those potatoes are the highest quality. Um, that we're shipping to our customers. So they get a good skin on them, and then how do you decide when it's time, when it's go time to get to bring one, the diggers into the field? Yeah, once once that skin is set, um, it's you can they're ready to dig. So um, bring them, bring your harvester in there, and uh, start digging potatoes. How deep does the harvester actually dig? How much dirt is going through that? Um, well, if you've if you've, if you've driven by a potato field, you know the hills are probably oh eight inches tall, we'll say, mm-hmm. eight inches to a foot. And then um, basically that whole hill will go, quote, unquote, up the digger. And as it travels across the chains, it uh, it sifts the potatoes out and uh, the dirt falls through back into the field. And the potatoes go through the harvester and get across a series of chains and rollers, which will separate clods and vines and potatoes. And then... Uh, the potatoes get loaded into a truck, and then they head to the warehouse. Now, so. you guys do have, what, I guess, what happens at the warehouse then to, to complete the cycle? So at the warehouse, the trucks will um, be backed up to a, essentially a conveyor, and we have a few more um, separating chain or pieces of equipment that um, help separate clods and vines that have made to the warehouse off of the um, potatoes. And then we have um, a crew of people that will take off manually, you know, hand sorting, kind of like you see on like a berry picker taking out the rot, you know, if you see some rot or rocks or whatever, and take that out. And then it gets um, put into a warehouse just piled, just in a big pile. 
What's what's special about those warehouses though? Because I know you can't just pile up potatoes anywhere and expect them yeah. to last all winter until they, you know, the the people who are gonna <laughs> plant their food potatoes are gonna need those those tubers to to chop up and put in their dirt. Yeah, yeah. So um, temperature and humidity are the the key drivers there, and lots of airflow. So um, depending on the system, they'll either have um, tubes that go across the floor or even slats in the floor, and that pumps. Uh, cooled air. We like to keep ours between, around 38 degrees and um, keep the uh, potatoes um, with lots of air and um, control the humidity. We, we like pretty high humidity and um, and dark. So dark, so obviously the potatoes don't sprout and um, just you just leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the that's the uh, the key there. Well, you don't want them to freeze, right? That's nope. bad. So do you yep. guys get nervous if we have a real cold snap? Do you have, what do you do to keep the, the barns from, the warehouses from freezing? We'll um, use heaters in the, uh, what we call them, the air plenums mm. to make sure that that air, air stays, you know, above freezing. Mm. Um, and, and you're okay if you get a, a quick cold snap because, um, I mean, it, it's, an, it's an issue, but it's not nearly as bad as you have, you know, one of those long right. week or two long northeast howling windstorms that, you know, then it becomes a real issue. So... Yeah, and then they can't get too warm, like you've talked about before. Yes. You don't want yeah. them too dry because they probably start to shrivel up. Yes, yeah. If you get too dry, you'll dehydrate and shrivel up, and and then um, you know, too warm, they can start to sprout, and then that's never good. Um, but yeah, basically, try to keep them as as homeostatic as possible. Just that 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 perfect temperature and humidity, and and you know, obviously in the dark, cool, dark and dry. So. Um, yeah, this is the farming show here on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop and we're talking with Blake Tavelli, uh, with Cascade Farms, um, about spud harvest. So once it started raining, as you said, the heavens opened and I think we all kind of know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, the, the fields got soggy. Did you have to just hang it up there for a while? Uh, is that a problem if you have potatoes in the ground too long when it gets wet? I mean, is it, is there a certain time when they're ready and, and you don't want them to be in the dirt too long or is that kind of flexible? Um, it's, you obviously don't want them sitting there too long. The biggest thing we worry about is, um, if potatoes are underwater, potatoes mm. can't, um, if they're underwater, they will um, essentially rot. So we've got you got to keep them um, n- uh, keep them from getting submerged in water, um, yeah. which which is, isn't usually an issue. Um, but that's always a thought in the back of your head. You know, you know what if? Um, and that, and you can. There's a variety of you know. We obviously we dig fields. You know, in the river bottom first. So we, you know, if the river comes up into those fields, that you know the potatoes are out of there. Those sorts of things. So yeah. And then it's just dig. How many how many acres do you guys have to dig? By the way, in a harvest, we have a we have about uh, five hundred. Okay. In Whatcom County, on the whole, I think we're in the neighborhood of three thousand or thirty two hundred acres um, of certified seed potatoes. So how many how many acres an hour can you expect to do when when you're in full swing? And for us, we have we ha- we don't have as big of equipment as some of the others, so we can do you know twenty twenty five acres a day, um in in, in uh, normal conditions. But if it's muddy or wet or cloudy, obviously it's it's going to be slowed down a little bit, um, depending on con- field conditions. 
How many people are in the field too when you're digging? I mean, it takes a whole crew to come out to the field and and run all the equipment and do everything that needs to happen, right? Yeah, we have. Uh, well, each digger obviously has an operator, and then uh, truck drivers headed to the field and between the field and the warehouse. And then that's really it for in the field. Um, most of the labor is at the warehouse um, doing the sorting and um, those sorts of things, doing the piling and and uh, yeah, keeping keeping all the the uh keeping the line clean etc so now i know there's also timing that comes into play uh with when you planted and when potatoes are ready to dig Mm -hmm. is that staggered then by kind of how wet fields are going to be or how do you plan that in the spring so you can harvest things at the right time and still be able to get them out of the field in the fall (laughs) yeah that's that's kind of the the catch-22 of it all because um, usually the, you know, you have those wetter fields in the spring will be the first ones to get wet in the fall. Um, so you've got to kind of plan, um, different varieties of potatoes will take different day lengths, kind of like you can plan a corn, a short or a long season corn, right? We have different, um, potatoes have different lengths of maturity. And so you kind of plan fields based on, um, maturity of potato and, um, and basically, as, as early as you can plant, you know, when that soil temperature is where you, you know, up high enough and the seed isn't going to rot in the ground, um, you can plant because, <laughs> you know, nobody likes to have a crop of potatoes get left in a field, you know, come fall if you wait too long. So so how many days to mature? I know with, you know, field corn for, for the dairies around here, you know, short day corn is, you know, 70 some days to maturity. Uh, long day corn is ninety some. What what is it with potatoes mm-hmm. generally? That that's that range is about right. You know, you you, you see a lot of <coughs> you know seventy eighty days, and you can have some some that go you know close to a hundred days. Um, but that's also just like I'm sure the corn guys can agree the uh, the weather you have. You know, if we have some great early rains and good soil moisture, and then we get some great sunshine, you know that those plants are going to really grow like crazy um so so that plays into it as well so are you guys you, i i think it was you guys that i saw out there digging on my way to work yesterday are you guys mm-hmm. about done yeah yeah we're, we're close hopefully this weekend uh maybe early next week um once the rain quit we've been going like crazy so um like i like you mentioned rufus we we uh we watch rufus too so he's saying you know we got a, a week about a week next week to get them out. So maybe we'll um, finish this weekend or beginning of the week next week. So we're we're close. I suppose if you got a field that's gotten really soggy, then it's kind of a gamble because you don't necessarily want to dig it right away. If you can wait a few more days to get it dry. Exactly. But you don't want to wait too long and then not be able to get it out before rains come back. So that's the whole calculus there, right? Yes. Yes. It's the calculus and watching seven different forecasts and kind of placing your bets and and uh, going from there, what about but, this? Yeah, what yeah. about this? Co- these cold nights that we've been having, <laughs> these frosts, does that affect those potatoes? They pretty much protected in the dirt. Um, if you if they're you know deep enough deep in the hill and and you don't you know t- touch them and um, you're fine because the daytime temperatures are enough to keep that soil temperature you know well above freezing. I think I I pulled I think the soil temp was around forty five hmm. the other day. I was checking it, so it's not bad. Obviously, when um, it's that cold potatoes. Um, they can, you know, get affected by that chilling. So we'll either wait to dig in the morning if it's really cold, 
or um, just be very careful and handle them gently, you know, um, tarp trucks, those sorts of things. So there's there's ways to, to deal with that. But um, the frost isn't all bad either because it'll, it'll zap a little moisture out of the ground too. So Yeah, and I think we've been seeing that out in the field a, a bit here and there too. I know those fields, thankfully, are, are getting a little bit drier, even though they were unbelievably wet even just a week or two ago. Uh, with the precipitation that we got. Blake Tavelli with us right now. He's uh, with Cascade Farms here on the Farming Show on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop, but just a minute or two left. Blake, what's it like um, going through this as a young farmer, going through this kind of a season with the amount of pressures that you're facing? And I know there's just a lot of stuff going on in your world, and, and it's got to be stressful. It is, it is, but there's there's good, there's good parts to it too. I mean, um, you, you got to take the good with the bad. And so, um, you know, we were sitting here when we had, we had, I think, three inches of rain in four days, and we were going, what, you know, what, what's going to happen here? And, you know, we've had two two weeks going on, you know, two and a half, three here of really nice weather. So you always got to stay positive and, and uh, keep looking ahead. So keep on trucking. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's that's the farmer mantra, right? And and hopefully, you know, you don't have to go through the same thing next year. That's all, there's always next year is the line, right? Exactly. There's always, always next year. No, but no, but it, all in all, it's 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 good. You know, there's there's perks of farming that you you can't uh, find anywhere else. So, how are the markets doing? I know you've mentioned to me as well that. Uh, there's, things are kind of volatile right now. I, I know t- seed potato market usually tends to be pretty steady compared to maybe what some of these, you know, berry and dairy folks are used to. Yeah, yeah. The, like you said, the seed potato market's pretty steady. Um, but if around the country, uh, potato, the commercial guys have really had to fight the weather just like, you know, it seems like every part of the country has been hit by either rain or you saw the Idaho um, snow dig or harvest. Yeah. Um, thing on facebook that circled around a while ago so um it'll be interesting to see but i'm sure it'll all it'll all shake out so well best of luck to you guys as you wrap up and and i know there are some others that have wrapped up already and already headed to uh, vacation in mexico so hopefully you guys can get some time <laughs> off and maybe escape for a week to to kind of dry out and warm up again oh yeah it's on the calendar don't worry that's <laughs> we're looking forward to it so all right. All well, right. Good, thanks, Dylan. Good to chat with you again. Blake Tavelli with Cascade Farms. We appreciate you chatting with us on the program this morning. Thanks, Dylan.